0: Welcome to Blue Collar Mystics, the under the hood approach to the depths of human consciousness. So many mysteries, so little time, so many big words. That's why we aim to take the mystical and make it practical, usable in your everyday life. And you know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. What happened when you started asking yourself the real questions? Like, who am I? What is this? Is it a hologram? Is this some kind of weird cosmic joke? Hey, these are the questions that we are trying to get to the bottom of as we explore the final rabbit hole together, here as Blue Collar Mystics. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show, Blue Collar Mystics, a show where we explore the mysteries of consciousness and try to make it as practical as possible. And I think we're in for a great treat tonight because I have two incredibly practical and also very, uh, I would say, very uh, in tune uh, individuals on the show tonight. Uh, I have good friend Bill from 13 Questions Podcast here on the show. Welcome to the show, Bill. Thanks, Alan. (laughs) We've gone back uh, quite a while and had the opportunity to collaborate on a number of things by now and just continue to uh, really enjoy each other's company. And Derek Conda, it's his second uh, time on the show. Welcome to the show once again, Derek.
1: I appreciate that. Owen, thanks for having me back.
0: Man, it is a pleasure. I really enjoyed our last conversation. Folks, if you didn't check it out, I do recommend checking that out. And also... Uh, Derek was recently on Bill's show, uh, Bill and Adam's show, 13 Questions podcast. Um, Bill, you want to talk a little bit about the show and, and what you guys do there, just for anybody who's not aware
2: yet? Yeah, uh, 13 Questions is a uh, podcast that Adam and I do. Adam's my co-host. Uh, the podcast was started by the boys in Gramerica, actually. Uh, and so the premise behind it is we ask 13 questions uh, to our guests uh, regarding uh, masculinity and so the, the capstone question is what does it mean to be a man in today's world and from this we we delve into other topics like uh like i said masculinity and and what that means in today's digital age right so and a part of that is we we interview someone different every show and uh you and and derek have both been guests and um we we at the beginning of each show Adam and I do a, a gratitude segment in in our, in our intros and we have a uh, a jingle to, to facilitate that excuse me but we don't have the jingle I don't have it with me uh, today but I thought it would be a good way to break the ice anyway and uh, we could just start by by sharing some gratitudes and uh, the reason that uh, Adam and I do this on the show is to kind of help facilitate the uh, the heart and the mind space to, to make that connection and get them coherent, uh, so that way it puts us in a good mindset uh, to delve into these uh, introspective topics, and so uh, by thinking of something that uh, we love and that we're grateful for, uh, we're engaging the, the neurons in our in our heart, right? We're thinking of things that make us happy, and and obviously we're thinking of them with our with our brains. So that creates the heart brain connection. There's actually brain neurons in our heart. Go figure. So I just thought I would share uh, my my little gratitude um, is is healthy gums and teeth today. Actually, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, I I do th- I wanted to share the story because I reestablished dental care recently. Actually, I had to go in because I had what they call a not an abscess. It was uh, something I don't know. It was something they had to drain. It was pretty bad. Anyway, uh, I hadn't been to the dentist in a while, right? And they told me I had to get a root canal. And I hadn't had any cavities up until this point, right? And so it was kind of a shock to me. And I really didn't <laughs> really didn't want to have a root canal go figure. So I pulled out like all the stops, right? I went hardcore on every healing modality that I knew about, not you know not just mouthwashes and stuff like that, but I asked for derek's assistance, and I even made a little sigil for myself and and charged it and after going to uh being sent uh in between the appointments from the initial uh, dentist to the root canal specialist because they made they made me go see that guy right mm-hmm. um, i I did all this energy work, and the uh, root canal guy said oh we'll, we'll we'll just mark it up to a fluke that you're here because there's clearly <laughs> wrong with you right so um i'm just grateful that uh, i'm clear i have uh, continued to maintain you know dental health right and uh with the help of sigils and other other energy modalities and healing i was able to fight off the uh the tooth boss i guess
0: (laughs) that's awesome man i'm (laughs) yeah yeah, i think we've all been in your shoes really similar yeah yeah i had a root canal like a couple of weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) good for you yeah that's great and you know like you know, and that's one of the things too, m- many different modalities. I'm a fan of kind of throwing anything at a problem and seeing kind of what sticks. And, uh, I, I like that There's so many different tools that we have that we've been able to cultivate. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, sigils and stuff. It's not a few years ago, I would have had no idea what that, <laughs> what that even means, you know? Uh, but, uh, but it's really cool, uh, that you were able to see your way out of that without having a, uh, full on freaking mouth drilling. Yeah. yeah. It
2: don't get me wrong. I mean, there were antibiotics involved too. I mean, it, so like I said, pulling out all the stops. So it wasn't just, just the, you know, one thing or the other, it was a combination of everything.
0: Yeah. And the, the placebo effect itself works, right? I mean, it's just a matter of us being able to, you know, be limber enough mentally to be able to, uh, accept what the reality is, you know? So I'm so stoked for you, man. That's great. Uh, and uh, I guess I'll share next. i um, been thinking about this a lot. I'm really grateful for my body. Like I started this year, the summer or the spring even, going up and uh, rafting because uh, it's something that I really love. It gets me out of the house. It's good exercise, sunlight, getting the water, really appreciate nature, all that stuff, right? Uh, but I was not really sure that I could handle it. <laughs> I was not really sure that I could um, hack it physically, right? Like I hadn't been on the water in 10 years. You know, it was, I was coming back to this. Am I going to remember how to do it? Is it going to be like riding a bike? And in a sense, yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. But my body itself, you know, uh, carrying the boats and doing the, uh, really physical tasks that uh, is required, um, really was beating me down at the beginning of the season, but right around the middle of June, early July, my body, it felt like it was renewed somehow. It, It was like I got an upgrade or something. It was like I was on the on the water for four days in a row, and my shoulder didn't hurt, my back didn't hurt, none of that. So, um, really, really grateful for for physical health. And if I could just throw in there as well, just uh, amazing people. Uh, You know, I've never been a big uh, pursuer of things and stuff, but I am a huge fan of having amazing people around me. I'm constantly surrounded by. Uh, really a, a, an, an incredible network. And so everybody who's out there <clears throat> right now on the live stream, uh, if you want to share what you're grateful for in the chat, we'd love to hear it. Love to hear from you because you're one of those people that uh, I'm singling out right now. Uh, so if you want to let us know um, uh, how, what you're grateful for uh, in the chat, uh, we're celebrating Thanksgiving early this year, <laughs> but it is fall and uh, it's in the air and, and, I'm really excited, uh, actually, about fall itself. But, uh, but yeah, we can, keep this, we can keep this going. Derek, you want to maybe share a little bit?
1: Absolutely. What's funny, Owen, is what you you just tie into what I was going to say. And I'm grateful for how many open-minded people there are out there that, that come and share this space with us. So we have these avenues or outlets to talk about these sometimes, you know, out there topics and things. So I appreciate that people are willing to be open-minded and listen, and, and that doesn't necessarily believe everything you hear, but, you know, come at it from uh, an open perspective. And then kind of a tie into that that's vague, but really I'm grateful for, and it may sound a little bit odd, but that would be change. And I mean that in every, every meaning of the word, because yes, change can sometimes be difficult or painful, but with it, we can expand. And we can experience more of ourselves so I'm grateful for that the the individuals helping us all that are part of this as well and then change in whatever form that comes
0: that's awesome man yeah, that's beautiful and you know uh, the chat's already firing up with some lively amazing people who are mutual friends grateful for three dudes about to talk about some beautiful and weird shit oh yeah it's gonna get it's gonna get uh interesting here for sure thanks for being here man uh. You're awesome, Bill. And uh, Carla McCarley, much love, many, many, uh, many beams of love to you, Carla. Uh, I'm grateful for all your support, too. And you send me hilarious jokes when you think of me and messages and stuff like that. So thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out and being here. Uh, Kevin uh, says he's uh, grateful for friends with strong intellect and well-placed compassion. That is beautifully said. Um, I think that's one of the most important virtues that there could be is uh, compassion empathy uh, those types of things uh, not everybody not everybody has that as it turns out <laughs> if you can believe it uh, but yeah we're grateful for all of you guys thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us during the stream um, and I'm really excited to you know talk about this topic at hand it's something that i don't know uh very very much about but i was talking to bill actually and he was telling me that you were doing sessions uh derek and i'll just throw this out there too guys be sure to check out i put uh, a link in the description uh to derek's uh page i think it's actually the scalar energy page uh, but you can get to the home page that way uh what's up mike how you doing man thanks for thanks for hanging out with us um i see you there on facebook um Yeah. And uh, so check that out. And we're going to get more into exactly what that is. But I know he's been doing some free sessions on Fridays uh, and also put a link to 13 questions podcast. That's Bill and Adam's podcast, which is a really amazing podcast. Derek was just on it. So honestly, I (laughs) I'd love to revisit some of the things you guys talked about on that show. But I will direct everyone to that show to kind of hear that direct because it was really excellent and uh, i think you just did such a great you, you do such a great job of explaining this kind of woo woo stuff in a way that just makes sense it's down to earth it's comprehensible it's simple straightforward uh and so <clears throat> thank you for that and that was a, a great episode i really really enjoyed it um, i appreciate it yeah yeah no thank you you guys are are Tearing it up out there. It's it's awesome. Uh just wanted to start maybe by just maybe giving a basic definition of uh what scalar energy is. would that be a good place to start?
1: Yeah, we can. And there's lots of different ways of describing it. Like I'm gonna um I'm just gonna kind of go freehand here, but scalar it's more of a um uh oh, it's because I want to kind of avoid too much of the science, because you don't need to get into all that like you just mentioned, so let's keep it digestible. So scalar energy is, um, you can think of more of a shape of energy. So they come in different wave forms. Um, there's square waves, sine waves. But just if you can imagine a wave in the ocean, so the way that would hit you. Um, and some are hit your biofield or are smoother than others, so we can see those as maybe um, compatible or cohesive, they don't hit you as sharply. So scalar waves are a, a form of energy of carrying information. So within a scalar wave, you can have frequencies is what I'm trying to get at here. Okay. So it's really the way of carrying frequencies that's a compatible form. And again, I'm, I'm trying to avoid a whole lot of terms here. Um, and there's more information on our website, so somebody's interested, at the link you talked about, Boeing. But really, it's a it's a a way of working within frequencies on the quantum level as well, because when you work with scalar waves, it's not a localized thing. You can do them remotely as we can get into more in the show, which you mentioned on Fridays, we do that. And that's for remote sessions. So we literally start our and we can get in again, some of the technical um, specifications of the devices, too. But when they're turned on, in essence, when there's frequency then embedded within the scalar field and then you can input in our case somebody's name on a list or you can actually put the individual in between the scalar units and they'll benefit from the frequencies being um, broadcast you can think of like that so i hope that kind of gave a general description or understanding of it
0: yeah definitely maybe maybe to contrast it with just Because, I mean, energy itself is very difficult, uh, I think, to understand, right? And so when we say we're doing energy work, like it sounds like, oh, yeah, like let the Pleiadian overlords, uh, you know, rain down some, some, uh, you know, mana from the the sixth dimension or whatever. Um, I'm being hyperbolic and it's blowing up in my face, but... (laughs) But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, is like it's just energy. Just it seems nebulous. It seems like something that people can just use to kind of fill in the blanks. Maybe we can backtrack a little bit and just talk about that energy to start with, and then we'll maybe go a little bit more in depth.
1: That's funny because I make fun of it too. I'll actually make fun of myself in sessions because I have to use the (laughs) word energy. I'm like, energy. What does that mean? That's like saying ice cream. Well, how many flavors of ice cream are there, and they're all different. So sure, it's this. And even earlier on in the podcast, I I was a little frustrated because our English language is even that much more limited. So it's all frequency and energy when we say that. Um, and someone like myself, that I, I like to call a perceiver of energy, so I can actually see some of the stuff. Um, and and it's not even as concrete visual as you might think anyway. It's kind of nebulous. So if somebody comes up and say, what color is my aura, Derek? I'll say, well, it's not like it's one color. I mean, it, it, it varies. It's, it's not quite that simple. So try and translate some of this stuff um, and the scalar when we talk to bring it back to the energy when, when we talk scalar waveform it is all physics and science so somebody can search engine some of these terms and look it up. Um, scientists all over the planet are using it um, again I like to bring it down to where we can just understand it but they'll also terms like quantum entanglement so and uh, we're all connected if you're in the metaphysical community so terms like this give you the understanding that well of course we're all connected in this you can call it ether. Um, you know, whatever, energy, but we are all connected, and that is a thing, um, and it is a proven thing as well. So, well, we've all had those experiences, Owen and Bill, where we think about a relative or a friend or someone, and all of a sudden we get that phone call, or text message. Um, that's not a random thing. They picked up on a frequency, and you can call it psychic intuition, quantum entanglement. It doesn't matter where on the, you know, the, the language we describe it, but it is an actual, um, something that's happening. So that's the most important thing to understand. And then the scalar waveform, again, the best way to describe it, if you've, not everybody's going to see this or hear this um, podcast, I know they want a visual, but if you can imagine, so I'm going to try and get into some visualizations here, your aura or biofield that we all have, it's been proven by science, so we all know this, um, that is affected by, um, again, certain types of waves, we'll call it. So that's where scalar energy comes in. It's, it's a, a very, as all term compatible waveform that, again, you can carry frequencies in. So, in our case, we, we broadcast these sessions. Um, we, we allow people, and we can back up some if you need to, but we allow people to sign up weekly to where on Fridays we broadcast a 12 hour session where people can take advantage for free and have their name put on a list. And over that list, we'll actually take the list of names and print it out and put it between two devices, just in two antennas, a, tr- a receiver and a transmitter and that frequency passes over, then again, uh, easy to understand terms. I know quantum entanglement doesn't quite apply to what I'm saying here, but it gives you at least the visualization or understanding um, of what I'm saying, or we're all connected. And it does. So then you're able to benefit if you're on that list from the available frequencies. And I think this week coming up, it's going to focus on digestion and gut health. And when I say frequencies, you know, that's kind of vague too. What's he talking about? Um, yeah, so so if you look up Rife frequency codes, there's a whole lot more science behind this. That, you know, I won't bore you with here in this this show or podcast, but it is a thing as well. Basically, nutrients, feelings, energies can all be translated into a number, and then that frequency or code can be broadcast. So it's just a way of of moving again energies. I know, but and when you're aware, and the more the entity, the person is aware that that's a thing, and this is scientifically proven too, the more effect it'll have on you where you'll have an effect on whatever you're trying to have an effect on. If you're trying to structure water that's called living water or M-State water or sometimes shungite water, well, the more the individual understands is aware that that's a thing. And that doesn't mean you have to understand it to the science level. You just have to go, oh, well, of course, that will have an effect if I you know, project feelings. Well, if you project feelings at a significant other, you know that they feel that. Well, I mean, remind you, they're made of water. So are you. 81-something percent water, depending on how dehydrated you are. That's a programmable substance by emotions or feelings. All science facts. Not that we need to hear from the scientists, because it is. So again, I'm tying that all together, just, um, just trying to remind each of us that emotions, feelings, they're not limited by distance. So we can have devices, and they don't have to be scalar devices. Um, they can. There's other ways of doing this, but we're using a scalar device um, to, again, broadcast those frequencies so everybody can benefit.
0: That's so cool. <clears throat> so I had a friend of mine on here who uh, used a Rife machine, and someone even said in the chat, this uh, sounds similar to radionics. Um, and I think, yeah, like all of this stuff, of course, well, back to entanglement, right, at all. At <laughs> all exactly. sort of connects it's like we're all congealed but separate you know or something but um, but uh but i just looked up all these different frequencies which is crazy and even a, a picture of the i don't know if this if this works for you as like a uh like a, a, a model i guess um to see it, like what it's basically just the chakra system i guess um okay. but just uh kind of showing I guess showing the biofield, <clears throat> like you were saying the aura is not just like one color um you know so I didn't know in the image um of the the circles that are going around
1: I would turn inverted so lay them kind of vertical okay and then that's why because I get to perceive um people's auras energy fields I call it different things where the orgone energy moving around them and yes that can then appear in colors sometimes so if like somebody's healing, I'll see a greenish hue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is similar to that. And then depending on how excited or anxious or depressed or whatnot, then their biofuel aura does contract or you know go out. And, and then as it goes out and you expand, if you're open-minded, you pick up on more of the metaphysical stuff. You can kind of loosely say you're perceiving your reality from your chakras and not just your five senses then. And I'll tell you, there's a whole lot more out there when you're open-minded enough to pick up on reality like that. So that's a great mm-hmm. image.
0: No, that's great. Yeah, I, I love that. And um, yeah, I so I just noticed a list of just different um, different frequencies here, and I think it'll be interesting as we as we continue to talk about this. Uh, if there's maybe some overlap as well, I think that's fascinating. And uh, let's talk a little bit about how um, how you how did you come across this? What was your sort of intro to it? I'd love to hear from you on this too, Bill, because I know. Um, you know, you and I actually, uh, were talking about it, our, you know, when we were booking this. So, um, so yeah, anyway, uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's just start there, I guess. Sure. I, I can jump in. My first
1: intro on the scalar is, it was just intuition as most things are. I think most of us work that way, regardless if we actually isolate it and call it that or not, we call it synchronicity a breadcrumb, whatever it is, but we get shown these things and I was shown scalar, I maybe heard a podcast on it. So this, it came into mind perception of reality several times for me that number was about three for me to wake up in the moment here in 3D and go oh, alright you need to pay attention to this Derek and you better look up scalar and expand from there and as I'm saying that I just now my ears started to ring what people would call tinnitus like symptoms and they just shut off it's a very exact thing for me it's kind of like an etheric sign language so I'm bringing that up because that's kind of you're in alignment you're, you're talking about you know you can loosely call it things like that I know it's it's, it's, again, tough talking about these things, um, but that does happen. So I followed my intuition or the synchronicities in life, looked into and I was already doing remote energy work, as I call it as well, um, trained in lots of different modalities. Um, and again, I like to just call it energy work. I don't like to put a whole lot of titles on these things, because we're all energy workers. We all have an imagination and feelings. That's all you need. Now, the more you focus on that, there you go. That's it, there's no special certifications you need. There's nothing hanging up back here that says I'm extra special. So knowing that and coming from that understanding, you can actually boost your energies. So I learned some more of that through Scalar and then again, through um, working on point of water here. So working with water and programming different things, it just all tied together. Um, and then it, it was gave me a tangible, so I have a device that we can get into called the Spooky2 machine. And that's a tangible device that looks like, in short, just two small briefcases. Um, they used to call them pelican boxes in my commercial diver days. Um, so, and you would face them, and basically, there's an, uh, an antennas in the in the uh, tops of them, and you set them apart from each other, and put the person or the list in between. And I liked the part that you get to see some scientific stuff, some wires going here and there for those high <laughs> minded people. Yeah, you get where I'm smelling, because I'm that guy too. Sure, I'm all about physics, but also metaphysics. They're the same thing. We're just coming at it from different levels, describing it differently. Um, So I liked that aspect of it on where you could see the trinkets and the widgets and turn on flashing lights and feel it, not poking you in the skin or things like that, energetically, and then it goes from there. So that's kind of my story with Scalar. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for
0: sharing.
2: And I've definitely had experiences using Derek's service where yeah, I've got the tinnitus-like symptoms and and whatnot going on when during the sessions. But I guess my first introduction was was through I went down a rabbit hole on some internet radio show I heard about Orgon Energy and Wilhelm Reich and his story, and then that, that led to uh, Royal Raymond Rife and the Rife machine and the Rife frequencies, which is what Derek is using. So when he Said that he was going to start the service. Of course, I already kind of had an idea of what it was, but now that I've tried it and uh, you know used it for you know over a month now, every every week, you know it's it's just it's it's awesome. So I wanted to share it, and it's even more awesome because it's free, right? So (laughs) (laughs) definitely, definitely, yeah. I encourage
0: everybody to check it out. I'm going to do the same. I've yet to I I I know where the list is. I, I think I signed up, but I have yet to do the Friday thing. Where you send like a prompt email and.
1: Yeah, we get a prompt email. There's on the website, mystcores.com. There's a whole free sign-up page. You'll be sent an email or text when it starts. And it does go for 12 hours.
0: And do you just tune in to the frequency at that point? You just uh, just turn it I, on through the speaker? Think, yeah. Oh,
1: you mean – oh, no. Okay, so I, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. So really, the end user, so you all, when if you sign up for this Friday session, you don't do anything. On Friday, you chill out because I've had people, do I need to turn on this? Do I need to log in this website? Nope, you do go about your normal day. You don't have to sit there and meditate the whole day. But what you're going to have is additional frequencies. And again, in, for example, this week, it's the digestion and gut health. Sometimes we do overall well-being, just different right frequencies, like I said. They'll just be around you. So what I would really suggest, and I'm just going to go ahead and just be blunt and honest, I would tie in your imagination and emotions during the day so Again, in the, the gut health, if you have a digestive issue and you need to see your biome boosted, literally I'm telling you to imagine your gut already healthy and happy, not getting there, no perpetual healing or healing. You want to already be healed, and that's a thing as well. So if you imagine that your gut's already healed, no tummy problems, and just every once in a while when it occurs to you during the day, go, oh, I have no tummy problems, I'm good, literally you'll be programming your energy biofield for that and putting that frequency around your gut, and long story short, your gut or biome will even out with you as an entity in those frequencies, and then that's where you can find those healings. And someone I think was before the show was mentioning the placebo effect, and well, that's a thing too. A third of healings can be attributed to that worldwide forever. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to be anything proven to us. But that tells you a sugar cube, and we all know it's not the sugar cube doing it, of course. Right. Well, then that's your imagination and emotions. So I'm telling you, technically, you don't even need to get on the um, the scalar session, but you can because then it's just another layer of it. But you can do your own energy work. Is really where I come at this.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is about that. It's it, it's about us and and finding a way to catalyze our own power. Right. Um, when speaking of Darren, um, uh, the Grimerica <clears throat> show it was something that we both really talked about in the last uh, retreat that we did Um, this next year. We're going to Mount Shasta, but we were in the desert and like near Phoenix, uh, a little bit North of there. And we were talking about, you just have to find something to believe in, right? Like it it doesn't have to be the same thing that I believe in or that so-and-so works for them or whatever. But, you know, as far as like the idea of manifesting or just you goal setting from a practical standpoint whatever that is it it doesn't really matter what the thing is as long as we can find something to leverage you know because it's really about men- mentality mental leverage anyways right like you're saying you can do your own energetic healing you don't have to sign up for the list but knowing that other people are a part of it can strengthen it uh, make it a little bit more um accessible something to talk about pay attention to um, something that can help help you. Like, for instance, when I'm doing coaching, sometimes I like one-on-one sometimes I like group because if you're working with somebody one-on-one, they don't get to key off of the success of somebody else in the group where they can say, Oh, look, so-and-so is doing it. And you know, we've been, we're the, we're the same, we're the same group. So if they can do it, I can do it. Right. So um, all of these different situations, I can call for kind of different prompts as far as how to, how to leverage our mentality in order to use whatever the methodology is it could be yeah ben says in the chat uh reality is a placebo <laughs> i think that's brilliant that is great. <laughs> that's <really good. laughs> yeah it's really good um <clears throat> man that's so cool yeah bill talk a little bit about um your experience with this and and what what are some of the obviously we start off with the big whopper, <laughs> but what are some other uh applications you could see for the scalar scalar energy sessions?
2: Well, uh Darren Darren, uh Derek did mention the, the list. I think I did take a look at that and it's over five pages. And so you can uh sign up. I correct me if I'm wrong, Darren. I don't Derek, I haven't looked at your website, but you can sign up for a specific frequency, but you have to pay for that service if you want to pick exact ones from the list because I have I got the chance to do that with you when we when you first rolled it out, right? To kind of try to guinea pig it or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's really really fine tunable. So if uh, you have something that you really want to focus on and is really bothering you, and you want you want some help with, and take a look at the list, see if you can find it, and maybe that uh, that'll give you a little bit of a, a, a refuge. I think is a good <laughs> term. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we
1: do do private sessions. Um, that's what you mentioned there, to where we'll. Focus just the frequencies needed, and you can pick several of them. So even if it's a foot issue or a nervous system issue or inflammation, it can really be anything. Your tooth issues, and then we'll basically layer those frequencies or line them up, and then those will be broadcast within a scalar frequency field towards you during your your session. So they can be customizable, but on the um, the Friday ones that we do, and that's why we do them for free. So they're more general, and we kind of tell you we tell you exactly what's going to go in there. As far as, um, and there's the page that we, we do it on where you can sign up. So, um, yeah, and each Friday is a different one. So, and then you'll get those. And, but I also want to add, Owen and Bill, that during these sessions, let's say you're feeling too much energy again, big comment, but too much going on or energy. This is, you're a conscious entity that has an effect on energies. That's a thing as well. And that's been scientifically proven. So, I'm telling you, Use your imagination and just think, well, I need to tone this one down because maybe it's too much. And I would say, be a little vague, like, well, I only want what's best for me. Don't get too stuck in the thinking, well, I need frequencies, so-and-so, and only 40% of it. You know, you can kind of get lost in your, your head that way. And if you kind of go more loose, like, okay, well, I just want to feel what's best for me now, and then have those thoughts, that's the frequencies or energies you'll perceive. You're driving this in, in no matter what, and just the more aware someone is, the more effect they're
0: going to have. Yeah. I I love that. When I was listening to, uh, the podcast today, you know, you were kind of talking somebody through, um, you know, just, uh, asking if they're open to healing and and talking them through. And I love what you said. You were like, I'm not doing anything. You're doing it. I'm just telling you what I'm perceiving. I really like this idea of perceiving being a perceiver. Um, In fact, I'd love to just kind of talk a little bit about that, because I know you have a long history of being able to tune into stuff. We're all able to we're all intuitive to some capacity. And and I'm interested to know how you might uh, how you might advise somebody to go along developing and honing some of these skills to be able to perceive more and expand uh, their awareness and or consciousness uh, in a, you know, in a practical way.
1: No, that's that's a. Good topic. Um, it's gonna be I'm gonna come out a little different one than people might expect. Um, so how how I did it, and i am gonna start with um, we're all intuitives, we all have these energies. I have I don't have extra digits on my hand that make me extra special. I like to, you know, make that joke. That's not a thing with me. And and I'll also tell you, it's also not and I am a vegetarian, but that didn't make me extra psychic. I I don't know any yoga. It's a great thing. And I'm not dissing these things. I'm just saying that there aren't certain things that you have to do to reach, you know, I'm going to make fun of it, psychic level five or something like that. Really how I did it was in my thoughts. I expanded my understandings of this reality. And within that, the abilities that I already had, and we all do, heightened and expanded. So it's a little bit because I used to think, well, you gotta, you know, you have to go climb that mountaintop and meet Guru Bob and drink this magic potion and blah, blah, blah. Nope, BS and all of that. That's not a thing. It's really having thoughts, wrapping things around in your head and coming to those what we can sometimes call aha moments or epiphanies in life. Going where, oh, or sometimes we can say, oh shit moments. Like I was saying earlier. Well, those <laughs> moments are the ones where you're connecting the dots. And when you have those realizations, that's a frequency. And it really is. And that can expand too, to where you'll start hearing it in your ears, like we talked about tinnitus. But really, in those aha moments are where the the abilities turn on. For example, um, you, let's say you're, you listen to some podcast, and you saw some psychic person doing this, that, and the other. Well, and you, you realize it's a thing. Well, I'm telling you, hang on to that. So even if you've done it yourself once, here's a better example. Um, let's say you're listening to the radio, and you start kind of guessing, getting pretty good at what song's coming on or something like that. We've all done similar things or knew our best friend was going to call me at that moment. You know, we had those moments. Well, those are impossible. No, they're not, but they're going to tell you they are. So what I'm saying is if you've had one of these air quotes here, impossible moments, and we all have, Hmm. hang on to that because it's not impossible. It's possible. Get the heck over it and expect it. Literally just expect it, and they start happening more and more. And that's how you do it. Again, it's not a certain thing. You don't have to be that vegetarian. And you know, I'll make fun of a lot of things. <clears throat> it's not that way. It's really just being more open-minded. Get out of your own way. And then we'd like to talk about things they call chakras and some understandings or accumulation of nerves if you're talking physically. So there's lots of ways of describing these energy centers. What I would suggest is, um, well, first realize, of course, you're not your body. You're a, you're a light entity having a physical experience. That's just a thing. You can call it a soul, a spirit, call it what you want, but you're a light entity driving these little meat sacks we call bodies around. It's a vehicle. Okay. Well, and often we're, we're limited perceiving this reality from our five senses sight, taste, touch, smell, sound. We walk in a room. If you don't see it, taste it, smell it, feel it, whatever, it's not a thing. But if you just change in your thoughts, Well, nope, I want to pick up more. And that's literally, you can just say that statement. And it's not an exact statement. It's an intention you're having when you walk into a room, meet a person, have an experience. You can call it gut instincts, spider instincts, intuition, psychic powers, call it whatever you want. But you're going to get more input. And if you stay open to it, you're going to feel what they often call subtle energies, little whooshes. Ringing in your ears, maybe a tingle of goosebumps and where there's no fan in there that's actually doing like a, a, an air fan, or something, you know, an obvious source of it. Pay attention to those things. And when you get that little little twitch in your ear, whatever it is, open up your imagination. And that's when the psychic stuff comes in. So what I'm saying here is if you enter your environmental realities or situations, even with other people, open, willing to perceive your reality through what we also call chakras, your heart your gut instinct your third eye you're gonna pick up a whole heck of a lot more and then it's just gonna snowball from there so that's really what you do is just stay open and realize it's a thing and then hit the floor running
0: that's awesome yeah i i the tinnitus thing particularly is something i've heard or the ringing in the ear not necessarily that's tinnitus but, Mm -hmm. uh, but that type of experience that's that's interesting to me um i've heard that a lot through a lot of different people uh, and their experiences when they're having, you know, maybe they're just tuning into their higher self or, you know, whatever, just thinking deeply. Um, do, any, I, any thoughts on that as to why or how? I'm glad you asked that. Cause that's actually evolved for me. Um, and I'll, you
1: I'll just be blunt because I don't want putting put myself out there even, and there's no end there's again, there's no psychic level five, whatever that is to reach. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no, and we're always expanding. And I'm finding that on myself because people, Ask me, and I'll tell you the tonight thing. Yes, it started with ringing in your ears, and you're like, "Oh, am I going deaf, or is, you know something going on around here?" It can go with all that. It'll change. So I'm a, again. I guess I got to get into some more of the woo-woo stuff because I'm what's called a perceiver. They call people like me seers in some societies. I get to look off to the side of the person. I don't know why in their energy field, and I get to see stuff. And I get to see they call it medical intuition. I get to see their I just call them spirit guides. Um, there's other entities out there. There's a lot out there I'll say off the visual spectrum. So, again, don't kind of science all I can guess is I'm perceiving somewhat off, and I'm the only one that can do this, off of the visual spectrum, which is very limited, and we get to pick up on the stuff. And I get the immediate feedback. So I can look over there, see what you might loosely call a ghost-like figure, and they'll change forms and manifest right in front of you. In my vision, but I also will add on. It's kind of an overlay of your third eye and visual spectrum, so it's both. That's it's it's interesting that way. So it's a combo, kind of like an overlay of in school when you have those sheets of paper with different layers of stuff on them, and you flip them through. It's frequency, so I can look to the side, see different things, and chat with individuals, and then when I bring all that in because. If I'm over here to my left, if somebody can see the video we're on here, there's a couch where I do in-person sessions and I do it remotely too. And let's say when I'm chatting with that human in front of me, the, the entity on the human experience, and I get to see their spirit guide coming closer in their biofield. all of a sudden that human starts going, well, I'm hearing ringing in my ears, this, that, and the other. Or if their guide starts chatting with them. Remember, I get to cheat. I'm just sitting there looking at the show, kind of go, oh, okay, what's going on? And then the human, I'm deciding what part to actually translate or try and describe. So, what I've just kind of learned by observing, the more excited emotionally or connected these guides and others get with us, our ears start ringing and it's immediate because I get that feedback. I'll see different entities will just be come in the room. And I'll have to grab my ears sometimes because they just hit. Again, your frequency is as uh, vanilla as a term as um, energy is right but, but i know but they're hitting certain frequencies and i just straight up feel it physically and it's, it's the honest thing um but it but it is a thing so it's nice like symptoms come with that and before i keep going too much here when i was saying it changes because mine's turned into what i loosely call an etheric sign language now it's just not ooh big squeals in the ears it's immediate kind of like you can think morse code but with information and downloads Again, I don't have some book I can reference to tell you, but that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So the more you accept it and get into it and perceive your reality from all of your senses, and there's way more than just seven chakras, <laughs> then you can pick up on a lot more is what I'm saying there. And so that, that's why the two ninety six side stuff too. That's great.
2: Yeah. What's your experience been with that, Bill? I mean, expanding into our other senses beyond the five physical ones has been uh, a trip. <laughs> And that actually kind of brings me to another issue I wanted to bring up, expansion versus versus growth, because growth is actually a limiting concept in, in relation to expansion, which sounds weird at the outset. But this kind of stems off of uh, the last uh, thirteen questions that we did with with derek and and Dave Robinson. Um, Derek's actual episode on thirteen questions is episode fifty. Uh, but during the most recent one, which is UFOs and quantum entanglement, uh, we were talking about uh, healing and 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 growth. And Darren Derek had uh, brought up the idea of expansion. And I was I was reading in my ascended master instruction book uh, about uh, the the deck the, more, the next morning right. And uh, this is uh, written by uh, Guy W. Ballard and book number four i know my light's not too great but <laughs> i wanted to kind of i pulled out uh, an excerpt script i wanted to share to talk about expansion and i wanted to share it so yeah um but before we, we we get into that just a little bit about the book and the series this is book number four of 20 and uh this is called ascended master instruction and the forward uh, explains a little bit about the background it's only a page and a half super short so i'll just read it real quick it says that uh our beloved ascended master St. Germain dictated the series of 28 discourses over a visible light sound ray in the home of our beloved Mr. and Mrs. Guy W. Ballard in Chicago. This ascended master instruction is published from the original manuscripts left by Mr. and Mrs. Ballard. Only fragments of the real understanding of the mighty I am presence had been given to the world until this ascended master consciousness came forth. The beloved ascended master, St. Germain, says it is the most important understanding mankind can ever have. And there is no freedom nor perfection for the individual except through this conscious application. When the phrase mighty I am presence come forth is used throughout this series of books, it is always a call to the God presence to pour forth or release the outpouring of perfection that one making the call desires. This book not only carries the ascended master's book. This book not only carries the Ascended Master's understanding of the beloved Mighty I Am Presence, but is charged with beloved St. Germain's Ascended Master consciousness and the ray of light and love from his heart, which are his Ascended Master feeling and comprehension of its full power forever self-sustained. May this book of Ascended Master instruction anchor the attention of all who read or contact it so powerfully upon each individual's own divinity that the full Ascended Master consciousness of the Mighty I Am Presence shall fill the earth and release within the power of a thousand suns the eternal dominion of the light of God that never fails, and so that's the end of the foreword. And a little background on the series of books. It's been super interesting to read so far. Um, I'm actually on book five, but this comes from book four. And uh, to to get back to the point, uh, he makes uh, this is on page two forty eight. For case anybody's following along, it is in the middle of a discourse, so it is kind of picking out um, in the middle. So uh, we'll just pick up here. Uh, it says that there is a great mistake that mankind has long made. And in bringing it to your attention, I wish to indebitably impress it upon your consciousness. It is this. Through observation, the outer consciousness of mankind has observed things, creation, from the standpoint of growth. When the student of light, when to the student of light, it should be looked upon from the standpoint of expansion. Correct understanding will wipe out the consciousness, will wipe out, out Excuse me. Correct understanding will wipe out of the consciousness this inhibition or idea of growth. Growth to the outer sense requires a short or long period of time, according to one's comprehension or attitude toward it. The idea of expansion will enable the individual consciousness to feel its liberty and freedom more quickly now. It is our privilege to express and use the completed, perfected form of the object, article, or substance which we wish to use this consciousness of expansion comes about through the recognition of the expansion of the mighty I am presence, the all powerful principle of life, which animates governs and directs the outer form. It is now it is time. Now that individual individuals erase from their consciousness, the idea of growth, which signifies more or less time and enter into their God given freedom through expansion, then live, move and be that fullness and freedom in and of all things, which is everyone's birthright. So, I'll cut it short there, but uh, he goes go on to say a little bit more, and then uh, he switches to uh, another great mistake that individuals make is taking entirely too seriously the outer appearance. So he goes, all, <laughs> he switches to uh, don't take yourself too seriously after saying all that stuff. So I thought that was kind of funny, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that I wanted to bring that up just to get Derek's uh, idea on it versus uh, growth versus expansion and how it kind of removes the aspect of time that takes us out of time, right?
1: It, it does, I nerd those books I wrote down, so I'm going to have to look into them. Cool. What that reminds me of, Bill, is what I actually teach myself as well. So, again, I'm an energy worker, um, so I help people heal themselves sometimes from not just energy things, but physical ailments and things. Um, and I'm not saying the word, you know, some words here for reasons, because um, there's not diseases, there's diseases. lots of programming, play of words I know, but it does matter. So what I want to get at here is what you just made me remember. When I teach people, um, and again, I've been trained in energy work and um, many modalities. One of them, I often known is called Reiki as well, um, and it's called different things in different areas. But just so you have an idea for those who maybe don't know, um, often they're taught in those modalities. Let's say, for example, I have a broken arm, and then some Reiki masters come around me and start sending this invisible energy. Um, you call it orgone energy, love energy, reiki energy, it's energy, I don't care about the name you call it. Um, it's coming there, but often those individuals are taught to, well, and in this case, remember, broken arm. They'll, they'll sit there and they'll think about the bone mending, the blood going there, and the bone getting stronger, and this, that, and the other. I would suggest that's a horrible idea, because what you're actually doing there is when you're actually flinging, and I'm going to make fun of it, flinging these invisible energies, and it's all real, They're invisible energies. Okay, what you're actually working on is the aura or biofield, not the physical body. Your physical body will match your aura. So then don't inject time. You don't need to be healing with an ING. You need to be healed, ED, now. There is no time. So literally, if those energy workers then use their imagination and emotions and see that person already healed, well, guess what can happen? They like to call those miracles in some places and things like that. I'm telling you, get the heck out of your own way. Know these are things. Work at it the right way. And then that's how it'll happen. Uh, a quick example of that scientists or doctors will tell you after seven years, your skin's completely regenerated and organs at different rates and blah, blah, blah. Well, why would you have a scar on your hand? And I just have a big one here. After seven years, imagine the scar already healed. Know it's healed in your aura. And as your skin cells regenerate, or whatever cells we're talking about, They'll match that aura. You can heal yourself of whatever. Um, so that's why that's what brings to mind that, Owen and Bill, was the whole no healing. There's, there is no time. So why work it into the puzzle? That doesn't make sense. Why limit yourself? So get to the end result. And if that means, again, make fun of it, psychic level five or healed, do it and do it now, not later.
2: Because the healing's already in place. We just need to expand into so slowing it. Slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really shifting our awareness at that point, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I heard any, any idea like this, like, it was like a chaos magic, like little, you know, uh, meditation where you draw a circle around you and you close your eyes and you start, you know, whatever. I don't even remember what it was. And it's basically inconsequential because you can make up your own. It doesn't have to be any particular tradition or how somebody else does it. Uh, But, that, that's a light clicked on and I was like, Oh shit. Like I can use my imagination for anything mm-hmm. and not just not, not just give it over to, to media, to, you know, whatever screen or billboard or w- whatever I can actually consciously use this thing. And that's what magic is. And it something really big time clicked for me uh, when I kind of put that together. Uh, but to continue on, on this expansion versus growth, Sort of train because I think it's fascinating and a really good point. Because I, you know, I'm, I look at growth too, and I, ha, you know, I have my own philosophy where I lay out, you know, where I'd like to be, what my goal is. And my philosophy is that I will take the fortress by lengthy siege, right? It's a, something that Vadim Zeeland wrote. And the idea there is, well, that's going to loosen up a lot of this tension and pressure and all that kind of stuff on my way to it, right? I'm not going to force myself to get to point B by X day and times not fucking real anyway, as you just said. So that doesn't seem like the best approach as it stands. (laughs) But, 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 but from a growth standpoint, it would be like, okay, I'm growing like this, but like expansion would be like literally picking up on new stimulus, Um, you know, making new connections in our brain and making new connections and patterns uh, with the what's going on out here and here and the metaphysical. So I think that's such a profound difference to point out because think of the amount, you know, if you grew this much versus expanding this much, there's so much more that you're getting to experience and that you're gaining as far as from a level of consciousness than if you just simply just grew at that that rate, whatever that is, even if it is exponential, um, but that but the breadth that I think you get can, can get from from going through uh, more of a more of a growth kind of thing, like a tree with one branch growing straight up versus a tree with many branches growing in many directions. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Oh yeah, whole lot more experience. There. each leaf on that tree description experiences the, the environment
1: differently from you know whatever that is. Same with us. You experience your reality from. Your heart chakra, your physical, and blah, well, getting all these different ways of experiencing it, then your understanding goes more, and you can, and with expansion rather than growth, you can make huge leaps too. You don't mm-hmm. have to climb this ladder one by one. That's not exactly,
0: a yeah, exactly. that's the
1: imagination.
0: I love that. See, that's to me, that's the big hack is, you know, because it's so easy to think you have to do it the same way as everybody else, or it needs to go this particular way. And it's going to take X amount of time or whatever. But I I would actually like to talk about that as a process too, as far as the expansion goes, because I believe there's something very intuitive about it um, because we're going to start to maybe notice things where we can challenge ourselves and grow. Uh, But any sort of insight into that uh, that either you guys have as far as like, how to consciously become, you know, because what is the saying in self-help? You don't know what you don't know, you know? So how can we uh, consciously as individuals challenge our own limits of perception, I guess is what I'm asking.
1: Uh, that's, that's a good question. Um, I, I guess I can jump in on that quickly. I, and I think Bill and i kind of talked about this in different ways as well. I mean, just be open to, to anything and everything. So just experience it and kind of, I, I guess I I try and remove the 3D storyline from it and then look at it back behind that. Um, And then with that, you're going to have more of those aha moments or epiphanies or find more of those breadcrumbs and synchronicities we've been talking about. Um, So there's something to learn. I I guess a a looser way of putting it is there's something to learn from everything, um, even if it's learning not to go back to that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So, but within all of that is the good stuff. So again, it's not a a one you have to learn, um, you know, math 101, math 2, blah, blah, blah. Just jump around, um, look at things, run it back through, and then be willing to, I like to also use this description, think of our understanding of this reality as a thousand piece puzzle. Well, and let's say you've got some segments of the puzzle together. Be willing to realize that some of those pieces, you were positive were in the right spot, (laughs) might even be upside down, not only in the wrong spot, but maybe from a different puzzle as well. (laughs) So come at it like that, and then, you know, and don't let the, oh, shit, moments, you know, upset you too much, and then you can have big realities, and as you keep, you know, building those, taking those um, understandings in life that you get, well, of course, we're connected remotely, that's a thing, and then tie that understanding to other things as well, and then this in this analogy your puzzle segments will kind of connect together and when that happens you have those aha moments and then hang on because you realize you're on like a multi-layered puzzle it keeps going from there but that's the fun of it there's always more and there's not a thing you have to achieve just keep moving and scientists will say the same thing they're going to talk in terms of orgone energy you want living energy there's not you have to get from A to B, especially by this age or that time or whatever, because no, well, that's not a thing anyway. You just have to keep moving, keep expanding, and that's that's where the good stuff is. That's what that brings me back to actually our our um, gratitude for the beginning of the show. Change I was talking about. Yeah, it can be rough sometimes, but go through that change because in there you're gonna have some realizations and, and experiences, and it'll all even out, so, um, stay open.
0: That's great. Anything to
2: add, Bill? As far as challenging your own, challenging, yeah, um, controlling one's thoughts. I would say maybe not controlling, but being mindful of and and validating the ones that speak to you, the ones that you want to have. Because I think that it's good to have an ideal of perfection in in your head and to strive towards. And anything that doesn't stand up or to that perfection, we need to kind of take care of and, and you know, obviously, stop thinking that way. So, paring away those those negative thoughts and being mindful of when we are stuck in a pattern of whether it be, you know, self, self pity or, or depression or, you know, what, what have you, being able to break that pattern uh, by realizing that you're stuck in a negative mental loop by bringing, bring yourself back to, to your center, right. Being your own refuge, being your own refuge is, is important, I think. And yeah, that's, it's a constant, a uh, constant work in progress because <laughs> we don't stop thinking until we die, and then and then do we even stop thinking after that? I don't really know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good question. Probably not. As you know, like, the more I learn about this, as shocking as it is, <laughs> i yeah. And I just wanted wanted to add just one uh, quick thing about that. I've, I've been reading and studying a little bit of like Gurdjieff and Ospinski lately for whatever reason, and. Uh, they talk a little bit about alchemy <clears throat> and i had never put this together, but basically, and he even goes into like the different chemicals in your brain, right? Like it's, the traditional alchemy is turning lead into gold. I never thought that it could be like just making new connections, neural connections in your brain. But specifically, that's exactly what he's talking about from an alchemical Standpoint, Because every time we change habits, every time we push ourselves, every time we grow and change and expand, we are actually physically rewiring our brains like Dispenza talks about it and so many other people. But to me, that made so much more sense from like this alchemy idea. It's like I'm I'm the lead. <laughs> I'm the gold. <laughs> I'm whatever I choose to be by focusing on those thoughts. And absolutely back to the gratitude thing. I mean, that is something that I start out with every single day. And I've said it a hundred times, said a thousand times, and I'll never stop saying it. Like no one's ever complained their way to the top. It just, I mean, and whatever the top is, that's kind of a bad, (laughs) that might be a bad metric, but, but as far as, you know, uh, having a better life, more appealing life, uh, something that's more resonant with you, you're not going to complain your way to get, to that reality, to a better reality for yourself, let's say. Uh, And so the gratitude thing is so huge because yes, in a sense, you're just telling yourself great things to pick up on, but what else is that doing? It's changing the chemistry in your brain and your body. And the more that you uh, see those things in reality, and then you confirm them for yourself, now you're starting to build a cascading positive experience that just continues to get better and better and better it's not just that your perspective has changed the the situation and circumstances will also automatically because you'll start picking up on things that you wouldn't have otherwise because you would have been in a boohoo mood and if you're not what is charlie chaplin says if you if you're always staring at the ground you'll never see a rainbow so <clears throat> you know it's a, from a very practical standpoint just that whole you know uh gratitude It really comes down to, I think, a lot as far as the expansion goes, just feeling the hair on your arm, like feeling the little sensations like you're talking about, Derek, like if it's ringing in the ear or if it's a chill bump or a little back sweat, (laughs) whatever it is, just picking up and tuning into those things, the more that we can really dial into those intuitive processes, I think the more that there is to explore just inside of our own uh, selves so just kind of wanted to throw that in there just out yeah. in the
2: ring like Derek was saying keep going like you gotta just keep moving forward with it and <laughs> yeah. it's it stuff just happens you got to enter the flow state you got to get into the state first right which is why I like doing you know the gratitude thing hmm. get that heart and mind working together and then once you're in that state and you carry it forward you move throughout your day in it then then some, that's when things get interesting
0: <sighs> I love that. Yeah. The other day I was uh, hanging out with a buddy of mine and uh, I just woke up. We were just hanging out in the morning and I look over at him and I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just quit? Let's just quit everything. And then we just both started just dying laughing because it's like, that's not <laughs> that's not a real option. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's totally an option. But, uh, you know, as soon as you say it out loud, you're like, nah, fuck that. You know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you have to continue just can just continue going forward just plow yeah that's that's
1: I actually appreciate that we did the gratitude thing cuz that had me before the show slow down because <clears throat> excuse me I tend to go pretty fast in my day but I had to take the time to slow down and give it some thought and so I actually was grateful for the gratitude moment out that sounds i know (laughs) but it was was a good reprieve and i I got to slow down because i'm not a guy that goes about 100 miles an hour my thoughts let alone outside physically as well so no i appreciated that and i got to slow down and focus and kind of catch my breath as well so it was nice
2: yeah it took me a while to come up with with mine so yeah it forces forced me to you know take a minute and hang out in that headspace and that heart space Hmm. to come up with something that's you know i thought it was interesting enough to share anyway (laughs)
0: Yeah. And I think one thing that goes, uh, that's great is there, there's so many little things to, 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 to pick from. I had a lot of different ideas in my head as far as like, what am I going to talk about? You know, because it did, like I literally did feel like somehow something, my body worked better. I don't know if that's just my body saying, all right, if you're going to put me through this, I'm going to step up to the challenge. Or if I got, you know, some mantis people, you know, working on me at night when I'm sleeping or whatever, right? It does it matter. <laughs> I'm less sore. I'm really grateful about it. And, uh, and I'm stoked, but like the, the weather right now here is just, it's perfect. Like it's, it's fall's coming. It's in the air. This is Christmas to it. It just puts a spring in my step. Um, the birds, the way they sing, it could be literally any, any tiny thing, you know, a babbling brook or, um, the way that, Laundry detergent smells. I mean, it, anything, any little, any little thing that uh, that you can just highlight, sort of, in your reality, and just, you know, just give it a little bit of a, a gratitude, and that gratitude is the attitude that promotes that expansion and, and that growth. So it, it is so important. It's the first thing I really start off with every day, and I like you, Derek, especially with maybe, maybe coffee has something to do with it. But <laughs> <laughs> my mind just. Yeah. Uh, so it is really helpful for me. And one of the things I do is just morning pages. And it, I force myself to just write. It doesn't matter. It could be anything. And sometimes I do complain. But for the most part, I start writing about something that I like or that was funny or interesting to me. And that just leads to this whole world, a playground of good emotions. Like imagine living in a playground of good emotions. Well, it's our own design that basically allows for that or doesn't allow for that. It's really up to us, I guess.
1: Yeah. It's tough to wake up in in our, in our heads sometimes during life with that anxiety, stress, depression, those energies that are around us. It really is. And that's one of the keys too, is to wake up in our heads in the moment go, wait a minute, it's all actually fine. And you know, we can get through this and look at it from another perspective, mm-hmm. and then we'll
0: see our, our answers and outs sometimes too. I got to versus I get to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, it's and it's funny too because it's it's tempting because you can get to a certain level. Where you, where you had wanted to get to. I mean, you're never where you want to be, right? But <laughs> but, but you can get to a level where you were like, oh, this is cool. I've, you know, I've gotten here to where I want to. Be. And even then the temptation is there to be like, ah, I got to do this thing or blah, 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 whatever, whatever, like resistance there is or strange. I don't know necessarily what can get in the way there or just an old temptation. And the Gurdjieff stuff that I've been studying, he, he talks about how it's it's completely unnatural for us to have any negative emotions whatsoever, which I find to be very interesting and incredibly controversial and also plausible, you know, like, <laughs> also quite plausible. But he says they're learned behaviors, that they're not really uh, innate uh, within us, but just like the alchemy of, you know, turning lead into gold and positive you know, uh, chemicals in our brain and neural connections and all the scientific stuff um, that we can also do the opposite by focusing on those other things. And, you know, when we're kids, we see our parents have all types of reactions. They may be fighting in the kitchen and throwing plates and, you know, all kinds, of, that was my experience. But, um, but we have all of those things to cue off of, you know, like when that, you know, that, that kid who's running around acting like an airplane five minutes ago says some like super grown up, cliche you know, and talks about how you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. That's not his, That's not their idea. <laughs> no, no.
1: You mentioned negative experiences too. Well, that's a perception thing. So it's negative one may not be to another. And an example is, so I'm an organic beekeeper as well. Well, and I don't go out there all suited up because I don't get stung. But when I did get stung, it just by chance, of course, happened to be right here where my third eye would be, you can imagine. Um, but I saw it as a positive thing and it actually was. A metaphysical level and that's for a whole another story it boosted me energetically lots of stuff came from that it wasn't just oh painful beasting no that wasn't a negative experience so again it's, it's always a play of words and perspectives on that and i'm no better than anybody else i have my what we can term negative thoughts and feelings all the time too so we all need to keep trying to wake up in these moments and and then help remind each other of this as well so then we can all benefit
0: it's a prompt at the end of the day, it's just a prompt, right? Like, and that's uh Kevin in the chat says, gratitude is divinity checking in with itself. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that whole, like, yeah, I love that reframe on the, on the negative thing too. That's, uh, most excellent. (laughs) Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, Wow. There's just so much. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really glad we had had the opportunity or have had the opportunity to just sit down and chill and have like a casual um, casual conversations because so many really cool things have come up. So you guys out there in the chat, if you have anything that you want to add or uh, questions or experiences or uh, comments, uh, do feel free to do that. Um more than happy to Talk about some of the stuff, uh, and then if there's sh- uh, stories people want to share or anything like that, we'd have you guys pop in, even if you'd like, uh, and, and chat directly with us. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it just keeps getting better and better. I, I'm I, I love the idea of what you said too about sort of removing the 3D story. You know, not to like just jabber about. Uh, an ancient philosopher from the well, not ancient, but an, an early 1900s philosopher. But that whole idea of the 3D story, uh, removing that, uh, we get so attached to it. And he even says something along the lines of people trying to find their past lives and these types of things. And I would never heard this perspective before, but that that's just as that's just the same thing as being addicted to this this story. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and and I think there's a lot of insight that can be gleaned from that. Like uh, it's, uh, for everything that's true, there's another sign to it as well. Obviously, we want to understand and be our most authentic and connect to that higher self and really explore that connection and who we truly are. And he kind of divides that as well into two categories. Is one is uh, personality, which he considers to be kind of our programming and how we're designed and how we design ourselves how which we need to develop we need to develop a personality and then he splits that over into essence so the essence would be like who you really like authentically are how you express in a very unique way a divine way and then the personality is this sort of cuz he starts out with negative statements like man as a robot, like uh man does not choose, you know, like these types of, net. he starts with a problem. Like if you were to go to church, you know, <laughs> kind of the kind of thing starts with a problem and then brings the solution in as opposed to saying, Oh, you're beautiful and perfect and all this kind of stuff. He has a sort of hard edge to him and a very, I would say like a really good sense of humor, <clears throat> but the idea of those two different things, right? Like that really opened up my eyes to, some of the work that I really have been drawn to, especially in uh, dramatic arts and things like acting and comedy and things like that, where we really do a deep dive on who we are and how we come across as opposed to um, getting, you know, killing your ego and not being really, not really having a personality almost. It's like some, you know, there's that extreme where you could kind of not even have, you know, a personality, whereas there's the other extreme where you could just be, um, you know, uh, just swept up and narcissistic and everything in the self, but understanding that we come across a certain way and the difference between essence and personality, what we intentionally tweak and change about ourselves versus, you know, who we just naturally are. And like understanding that we do have a natural essence it's it's kind of helped me to kind of compartmentalize those two things because they kind of get clumped together when you do like authenticity work you know people think there's this rift sort of between personality and essence and it's kind of hard to tell where one ends and the other begins
2: would it be fair to say that you're speaking of past lives like you're going to have a different personality in each quote-unquote past life but your essence is unchanged and so if i you know just to clarify take past out of it it's just a a uh, congruent life. It's happening. Everything's happening now, right? The eternal now. So, th- to take it back to uh, uh, to uh, scalar energy, the in, in past lives, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we heal ourselves, that can have an a generational effect mm. too, and affect our quote unquote past lives or even our 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 family members, our ancestors, right? As long as that person's understanding encompasses that, uh huh. The ancestor not- or the person? What's that? The ancestors' understanding or the per- the You are the
1: same. You're connected. They're concurrent lives, like you're saying. Okay. So when I do sessions with people and then look at them, they say, Tell me about my past lives, Derek. I'm like, You don't have any. I'm like, It doesn't work that way. They're all, and I'll joke with them, they're all happening at once because for some reason I get to look over their head. And sometimes if I see like a, a an aware version of themselves in other lives, they'll get my attention to flag me down and start talking. Or sometimes there's different versions of reality, but they're all happening at once. It's like Netflix, video on demand. I don't know which one you want to focus on. There is no time. So yeah, you can do those things. Um, that's that's why it's nice that you brought that in, Bill. There is no past lives, they're all concurrent. Um, and there are different versions. So I keep looking over here because I get to see another version of Bill like right now chatting with me. And so that you can loosely call that your higher self or over soul, and he's giving me tips and suggestions of what to bring in. And so it's it's always a play of terms down here for us too um we are always capable of being completely aware we just need to get the heck out of our own way that's just it it's really nothing you have to learn it's really unlearned um is what we would do
0: that's yeah i think that's true too i think so much is intuitive but we we learned to not uh not into it right? Like they say counterintuitive. No, it's intuitive. We've just developed and put, you know, that whole personality, how I appear to other people. And he talks about external considering versus internal considering, right? Like internal considering would be like, I'm so worried about what the world's going, you know, all this stuff and other people's thoughts and all these things and about me as opposed to, you know, how, how, how can I interface with them? Where, where are their perspectives, right? Like external considering, uh, as opposed. And, uh, Someone in the chat, uh, my friend Carla, she says, uh, could you discuss vulnerability, different seasons and about not letting fear or scarcity hold you back for the uncertainty of where you're going to land techniques for letting go of attachments that aren't for your highest good as well?
1: That's that's a so in I guess in short, you can almost say manifesting sort of thing would be another way to kind of generalize that Um, and then go for removing things or having them Um, happen in your reality, and I'll go kind of quickly through this for my take on it, and I'm going to use a little visual demo, but I'll describe it as well. Energy in the 3D, one form of it is water, and it works a lot better. Water does in a container. We call it a cup. So what I'll say is etheric energy or imaginative energy works well in a container too. So we're talking about imaginary energy, so use an imaginary container. One suggestion would be um, a, a a buckyball of fullerene it's actually the molecule in shungi. And i won't worry too much of the science but there's a lot of science for that so if you come at this reality with the understanding that you know energy whatever type that we're talking about works well in a container it holds form more so now apply that understanding to your manifesting of whatever you're trying to do so if you're trying to manifest that new house or new job a new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is Have that imagination thought get excited about it and just imagine it in a container again you can go you can call it platonic solid sacred geometry there's lots of fancy terms for these things but they're shapes so use them as imaginary containers and don't worry about too much well which one for what that'll that'll kind of hone this process as you as you expand so don't worry about it too much so on an example let's say you're looking for that new house well, what I would suggest you do, and it's kind of counterintuitive what you might hear on the Internet out there, some people will say, well, if you're looking for that new house, you need to hyper-focus on everything. Make sure you focus where the the windows are going to go, the color, the exact blah, 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 blah. I'd say you're limiting yourself. What I would suggest you do is get that container holding energy so you know that it really holds form longer and it can have a better chance of manifesting. Imagine the best house for you now. That's it. Don't go any more past that i didn't say what color what size blah 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 so that whatever now is in your reality that can come and get in your you know reality level easier will do that and you haven't limited yourself by saying well i need to have a blue house with four bedrooms because what if the next house available has five bedrooms you just pre-programmed yourself and or limited yourself so if we get a little more vague in our thoughts and that ties into the removing of of excess energies or overages, having thoughts, well, I only want what's best for me now. Or you can say terms like in alignment with my higher self. And we don't have to go OCD on these terms. It's getting the general understanding or the gist is what I'm getting at. So be more vague and say, I only want what's good for me now because we're not going to know, well, wait, I don't need energy one, two, three, and the color purple or what. We don't know. know, yeah, come on, we can't all see these things. So then just get the general understanding and then know that it's done, and that's how then you can play a little bit more in the etheric
2: energies and really have an effect. No, that's great, Bill. <clears throat> as far as techniques for letting go of attachments that are for or that aren't for your highest good, uh, something that I like to do every morning when I wake up is, and I learned this from Derek, to nullify your any dream contracts that may or may not have been made that are not in alignment with one's highest good. So it's kind of, I don't know, uh, a good jumping off point every morning. I do that and then jump right into my, your gratitude, uh, create the heart brain coherence. Uh, I think it's two one. It's a good one two punch technique to use. Um, a bit about the dreams though, or yeah, your dream contracts. We do go places when we sleep, and we don't remember them a lot of the times when we come back. So just to uh, you know, cover your ass, I like to I like to n- n- nullify any of those contracts that may or not be, you know, up up to snuff, so to speak. I'm glad you brought that up,
1: Bill, because yeah, in being vague, like you were just saying, and we've talked about before, you don't have to know, well, I made contracts so-and-so because, you know, what the heck do we remember most times when we wake up? But if you have the overall understanding that, well, yeah, about a third of my life, I'm up there doing stuff and or things are happening. Mm-hmm. So you just have to have the understanding as a conscious entity that you can have a thought to yourself, not projected out somewhere else. No gurus or masters. Um, I revoke, and again, you don't have to go OCD on this, but like Bill was saying, I revoke any dream state agreements that were not in alignment with my higher self. Or you can say, ah, any of that crap I did last night that wasn't good, I want to get rid of. Right. However you want to term, it doesn't matter. You know, but it's the gist of, like I was saying, do that. So, And I'm a busy guy too, just like you guys. So, But I slow down every day to do just what Bill was saying, the dream revocations. They matter. They really do. And just doing those Let's keep it real. Crazy head games with ourselves, they make a difference. and They're not crazy head games. They actually connect and everything is connected. So, And you can do it in your thoughts. It's called telepathy. So your partner, roommates, or whoever doesn't have to look at you and think, oh, he's gone over the deep end. Do it in your head. It makes no difference. he will still have an effect too. So that's a great thing to remember.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. Go ahead. <clears throat>
2: that's that I've been kind of experimenting with uh, recently and I've had I think pretty good luck with it, or success is is, use, is visualizing a, a blue tornado of light going in a clockwise direction from the top of you, your space, right into the center of the earth, and with that carries or the blue light carries any negativity that you might be attached to, like so it, it detaches yourself from from that and shoots it down, you know, in, into the earth. Um, I, I've gotten I don't know some chills from doing that before. I don't know if that is that anything that you've heard of before, Derek. You're, what you're doing is, you know, of course you can
1: call it loosely grounding or earthing, and you can go through any visualization. You could said pink light. You felt comfortable with blue for a lot of reasons. You have a lot of upper chakra stuff going on, so yeah, you were removing excess energy. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I just like to throw in that any and let's call that a recipe. When he's talking about blue light spinning clockwise, blah blah blah, great recipe. Make your own recipe, everyone. You don't have to follow Bill's. You don't have to follow mine, Owen's. If you hear something that sounds good, go with it. And don't think, well, shoot, he said clockwise, or did he say counterclockwise? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yep, exactly. <I'm, laughs> am I supposed to knock on wood three times and roll up? Don't get stuck in the OCD head games. Chill out, relax, imagine yourself already better, and then you're going to get there. That's how exactly. it really is.
2: Yeah, have fun with it. Be creative. Absolutely. Yeah. I
0: agree. I agree. Yeah. One of my friends likes, uh, this lady, um, Lisa Renee, uh, she, she's part of like the Ascension glossary. She has like some like 12 D shielding technique. If that works for you, great. You know, I like her work a lot. So, uh, it's based on sort of the law of one. So I like the, I like the fundamentals. Uh, I haven't seen anything that she's put out there that I disagree with as far as, um, sovereignty goes. It's a really the fundamental thing for me as far as proceeding spiritually. But um, there's all kinds of things. Make yourself feel good, you know, let go. And I, I I like the vagueness as well. There's so many people who get so technician-like when they're trying to build their slide or their ideal or whatever. And I think those are just more things to get hung up on often. And everybody works differently. So I'm not saying, you know, to, that you should abandon that way. If that works for you, then that's great. Uh, but I, for me... Uh, it, it really actually creates a lot more resistance and a lot more things that can kind of get in the way and 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 become more complicated for me i'm like, what is best for me? I don't want to have an opportunity let's say before i'm ready for it, right like I want it to come just at that perfect time almost annoyingly, like uh, Emerson says, you know nothing ever happens too early or too late right It's always on time um and so I really like the idea of. Just letting go of anything that's not in highest uh, purpose, highest good, and then moving along to what show me what is right. And uh, any sort of anything you can see, I think, in your mind that can give you good feels you know, why not? Why not incorporate it? It doesn't matter what they it could be a fluffy puppy or something that you just uh, see running across a golden field in slow motion. Uh, and that I think is better than trying to be so specific or have some particular idea in mind. I guess get in my own way, I guess, when I'm really specific about an outcome and I will ultimately get hung up on one of the steps to uh getting to that outcome or overthink it i don't know a lot of things it never happens the way that i think it will in my head like logically i can create this logic tree or this chain of events that i know for sure makes a lot of sense i'll call so and so they'll put me here this will happen and so and so every time i've ever gone about anything with that approach it's always upended every time i've gone into something with the approach where I'm like, all right, I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm going to do my due diligence, which is to take action towards the goal or whatever. And from there, just let the consequences come as they will or won't. And uh, at that point, I think you put yourself in the best position to to get there really quickly.
1: Yeah, you got yourself expand.
0: You didn't force yourself
1: to grow. You didn't have to go through this linear thing. Oh, yeah, just, just like goes in there a little while ago. Absolutely. Yeah, expand. You can get there a whole lot quicker. And I would suggest you also imagine yourself already there already in this state fake it till you make it say it however you want but that's a thing too and then all of a sudden the other things will line up in such so that's and you know there's lots of ways of describing that but you get what i'm saying um and that, that'll have an effect too There's already worked the energies you're already such that's it so if you're gonna do the psychic thing you don't need to take psychic one-on-one. you're a psychic now go at it and it's a percentage thing And then so it's like surfing. Get on the surfboard. You're going to fall down, but get the heck back up on it and ride the waves. Um, And then you'll expand from there. That's how
0: you do it love that. That's great. Yeah. No. Yeah. If if you're going to be a comedian yeah. there's no, (laughs) people just have to take your word for it, man. You you, (laughs) you have to be funny, you know, but we are all, (laughs) we are all tuned in. We're all, yeah. Like you you were saying earlier, we're all uh, intuitively connected through this quantum entanglement or, you know, uh, this quantum gravy that, you know, is the field of electromagnetism or who even ever knows. But uh, I think that's so I think that's, yeah, I think that's so cool to think about as well. Uh, And to give ourselves the ability, the trust uh, to listen to our own intuition and follow that little rabbit hole down. Like that's the rabbit hole to follow, right? Like it's really easy to get swept up in like fear porn or what the government's doing or what the corporation, blah, blah, blah. And I, trust me, I'm (laughs) susceptible to all of this stuff, but ultimately what, the, the, the one that's really ringing in the background is, is the one saying, Hey man, come to me, (laughs) come, come to me, (laughs) sit down, you know, sit down and write, you know, sit down and explore yourself, sit down and meditate, you know, go for a walk. And those I think are, are the things that really are the game changers for me, those little, little things like that and not letting myself get swept up in the minutia, the details of what it is that I'm trying to uh, accomplish.
1: That, that's a great explanation oh yeah just you know focus on the moment is another way of saying it too and things will line up and and yeah will, things will you know quit fighting the energies and and things line up and i'm i'm bad at that myself you know we i'm not holier than now i make all kinds of mistakes and usually about 20 times and then i'll clue into it kind of thing but then get out of wrong own way and realize and, and then just try and remember too to not make those mistakes again um, but that's the fun of it too you're in class we can call this class too you're down here to have experiences, so you learn how to maybe respond differently, sort of thing. Um, so that's that's kind of the fun here.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. I don't think that should be overlooked ever. Uh, I you know I think a lot of us have this idea of this pious higher self, this like angelic figure that would never do anything wrong or fun or yeah. you know any of that. But I think we really need to embrace as much as we can who we are and that what that essence is. And then, you know, we can pursue whatever weird, silly thing without a sense of guilt. And because a lot of that stuff is cultural, you know, (laughs) like that is that is personality based. It's not essence based. And we're all different. So something that might be strange or bizarre or not feel natural to me might be for somebody else, like their idea of, you know, utopia or hedonism, right? Or uh, or or whatever. But uh, but it's all but it's all different. Right. And I think we need to give ourselves the freedom to uh, explore <laughs> you know, each and every one of those things and like, really like just have fun with our higher self and not be so, so tight about it. And so, you know, so, so don't take yourself so serious. Seriously. Right. Exactly. Just like St. Saint yeah. Germain. St. <laughs> <Exactly>. Germain. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're, you're, there's no end
1: goal you have to reach whatever it's to experience just continue yeah that's that's what it's all about
2: yeah the, i think the function and this is a kind of a bold statement but the function of consciousness is is to be right so there is no hmm. there is no like uh i don't know end game like our mind the function of the mind is to think right so there's there's an end to that but for consciousness like for the essence it's, it's simply being being is consciousness it is isness right that's Words, words, gonna be difficult, right? <laughs> it's very yeah.
0: Shakespearean of you. <laughs> <Yeah. Right? laughs> Shakespearean, I don't know about that. It's, it's, we get to choose. We get to choose. You get to choose whether you're existing, like consciously existing, being, or not being. Right? And are we aware it? Are we in the dream or are we awake? And I think a lot of the things. I think I'm. You know, we're all in the we're all in the dream at times, right? Like nobody's perfect. Uh, but maybe we talk a little bit about, cause I think this is fascinating too. Some of those things that, uh, maybe call us to that awareness, that connection to our higher self. And as we're exploring this intuitive rabbit hole within ourselves, you know, what, um, what are maybe some signals, uh, signs, uh, that, that we're going the right way, um, that we're connecting and maybe some ways potentially to, to attempt to do that better, um, or, 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 or at all. Cause I don't know, some people <laughs> might even not even think about that. But, um, but for, for me, like uh, there's a handful of experiences I can think of that are very lucid, like in, in reality that, that range as far as the type of experience, but part of the reason why I'm in doing the adventure thing, going out and doing the rafting, for instance, uh, it's, it's a very engaging and I have to be present type of thing, right? Like it's otherwise I flip my boat and everybody swims and it can get, It can get dangerous um, if you're not careful. And so it really forces me to to be in the moment and to really kind of connect in that way. And so that's kind of a higher stress way to do it. Um, I think there are other ways uh, as well that are just intense experiences uh, that could, could vary. Like sometimes something happens and somebody just picks up a car, right? Like they just <laughs> click into this, uh, adrenaline feel, filled state and they are, they have superpowers or, you know, like these kind of things happen. But I think that's when we are really connecting. And, and I think that goes hand in hand with the flow state. Um, so just kind of bringing in, bringing that into the equation. Like if you've been in a flow state where you're just like, you forget to eat you're just like completely in the moment you're consumed by whatever it is that you're doing i think that that's really when we're getting close closer to that oversoul, uh really connecting more with that higher self so i'd love to maybe explore that just a little bit and uh see what you guys might have to say about connecting to the to the higher self or maybe some different techniques or um or ideas about that
2: yeah, I, a big one for me, just real quickly, is just is synchronicities, right? Following the synchronicities, no matter you know how uncomfortable or whatever they might be. I, not that they are uncomfortable; like they they should be fun and exciting, and, and you should want to pursue them because they are such and they're so mean, they're meaningful to your life. And 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 when you're, I don't know, when you're on that on that path in that flow state. Uh, you 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 just like my personal experience. Like for example, when I met when I first met my wife through Grimerica's Discord chat, right? We were we were talking back and forth, and that, that was you know it's synchronistic because well, she's my wife now, right? So anyway, uh, during that time period of like the first you know courtship, like I physically felt like I was walking around in like this bubble of of just like good jolly energy, but it, it was like it was it was very definable. Like I could feel it move with me, like as I moved. So. I don't know. It's stuff like that. Those experiences that uh, stem from following, following your heart, right? Following synchronicities and seeing where it goes. That's uh, that tunes you in to uh, to the higher, you know, higher vibrations and kind of makes you more uh, more aware of the more subtle energies that are always around us, but that uh, we might not be tuned into all the time, right? I
1: was going to say exactly the same thing. That's why I was kind of smiling when you started speaking, Bill. My synchronicity. That's it. Breadcrumbs—you can call them, call them whatever you want—but pay attention to those. And I'll actually give an add-on. Um, you can turn those up. You can literally have that same thought where if you're trying to manifest that house or whatever else we were talking about earlier, you can ask and just speak to yourself is what I'm saying. And you can just say, oh, I higher self," or you know, have fun with it. I want more synchronicities, more of the breadcrumbs. You know, your your big self will say, "We'll get the gist of what you're saying," and then it's your job down here to pay attention and see those things, and they'll happen all the time. And I've done that, I've played those, what we can just call head games with myself, because that's what this reality is. It is a big head game, it really is. So do that in a good way, realize that and play the game. So then say, just talk to yourself, well I wanna see more synchronicities, and then hang on, because what's gonna happen is, you're gonna see them. And then you're gonna have those aha moments, and they're gonna start tying together. So just pay attention to that stuff. And it's not something that, again, that, you know, you have to pick up on by a certain age or reach a certain understanding level or, again, psychic level, whatever. It happens to all of us. We just need to slow down in life and pick up on it is the only thing. We all get it um, um, and just finding it and realizing that.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's all, it's, I love the breadcrumb thing. You know, that's really been my outlook for a long time. The Emerson stuff pointed me in that direction. And then I just started seeing more gaps fill in and from different places too, right? Scientifically, spiritually, and then all these things, they sort of start working themselves together and dovetailing and in that how you were talking about that uh, quantum entanglement, right? Like everything's just connected anyway. So we start to see just different maybe angles or parts of the puzzle that, like you were saying, you know, maybe, maybe we have a clump together, but maybe some of those pieces aren't exactly what we thought. And that happens often as well. So it's a constant, it's it's just a constant evolution of uh, evaluating, reevaluating, and continue. This whole thing is, it's not there's no magic pill, you know, <laughs> like there's definitely it's uh it's 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 a it's a constant it's a constant pursuit. But again, it's like me waking up the other day and looking at my friend and going, let's just quit. You know, it's like you can't, you can't, <laughs> you couldn't if you tried. Like I could go try and like hang out on the beach and not do anything, which would be fine for a maybe a few days, but I would get pretty bored pretty quickly. I think uh, myself, I'm kind of a, kind of a busybody, Uh, and I think that that is, that's part of it too, right? Like that's the breadcrumb too. Even when, even when you try to run away <laughs> and I have like, a, he's still like, <laughs> like break
1: for you. Anyway. So that was just a, <laughs> no, you're still expanding. You just need to catch your breath and then get back in the deep end of the pool where you're at and start doing it again. So no matter what, you're still
0: expanding. That's exactly right. Yeah. And we're just expanding, I guess, into the that this idea of all these things that are happening, like you say, simultaneously, each other, our past selves, future selves, ancestors, all this stuff. It's all part of the all. It's just all all that it. I'm not making any sense, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no end
1: goal because I, I do get to. You know, they call me a communicator too. I get to speak to disincarnate entities. It's not there's not a goal thing. It's a wake up in the moment wherever you find yourself and hang on for the ride in a good way and experience it. So because I get to talk to you again, what we can call dead people, they're not dead to somebody like me. They're just out of here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just gonna make fun of it because I'm not. It's, I, what have I got to lose? It is what it is. Someone's going to chat with them, and we all can. That's not how they even perceive it anyway. It's, it's just different than we're told down here in the 3D story. Pick your religion. I don't know how many hundreds of them there are, clubs, I like to call them. No. just Get your own understanding, is what I would suggest. Um, and then just keep expanding from there, and be open to more, seeing it from different ways. Again, that whole puzzle analogy. Slip some pieces open, hell, put all the pieces back in the box, shake that sucker up, and then start over again. That's when you really have some aha moments. Yeah. Because by the way, all those things people call conspiracy theories, puzzle pieces, well, they don't get dubbed conspiracy theory when you shake that box up. You re-look at it, and you can realize other things. Mm. So there's a lot in there
0: if you just change
1: your perspective.
0: Wow yeah, that's that's really profound. And so, as we go into, you know the the time that we're experiencing now, uh, as far as um, you know just moving forward, uh, philosophically and um uh, as far as like a healthy psychological, stance or perspective, you know, speaking of all those different things that we could shake up and look at differently, like this, like that. Um, how do you proceed as far as balancing, uh, shaking that, those perspectives and consciously shaping, you know, your thoughts and outlook?
1: <clears throat> that's a that's a, a good statement and question and or comment. So I'd kind of come at it from this description. Let's look at this analogy or just an idea that we're on a ride. So we're in this ride, no matter what. So just choose to experience it. Keep being open-minded. And I'll tell you, so now tying to something physically you can do, physically, you're only 10% physical. You're 90% metaphysical. So from the physical perspective, our guts and our glandular system are kind of our antennas to the metaphysical, to kind of give you a rough idea to hang on to in this description. Um, So our guts are being attacked in a whole lot of ways. I'm not getting into conspiracy this and the other, but that's a thing. It is. And our glandular system. So there is something to aluminum in the deodorants, in the fluoride, stuff like that. Not a fan of any of that. Plastics,
0: phthalates, et cetera, right? It's legit.
1: That's a thing. I mean, anybody can do five minutes of search engine work there and figure that one out. Mm -hmm. So then hang on to that stuff and information, I mean, and apply it in your life and remember that. So what I'm saying is our ride in this life is being obscured. So it's kind of like that hazy mirror after a hot shower or bathroom, you know, kind of be willing to, to wipe that off and realize that, well, maybe, yeah, it's something like your, and maybe some cultures call them chakras, like we talked about, or your glandular system, your third eye, I don't care where the description comes in, it's a thing, focus on it, try and heighten it on whatever understanding you have, and then you'll see more of your reality, and it'll continue from there. So um, I would just say, yeah, be open to it, and again, tying in the fluoride thing, well, that's a thing. You have a pineal gland, a third. I can describe it how you like. There's some psychic input we all get. Call it spider senses. I don't care. It's there, mm-hmm. and that is your glands, and they do they, they get affected by that. So again, my suggestion is, from a physical perspective, get your gut in order. Watch what you eat, whatever that is for you, and if that's a good probiotic, do it. And your glandular system, and maybe a, a heavy metal detox. And again, do your due diligence research on these? Not statements i'm making figure it out for yourself but there are things we can do to help this antenna we're running around and pick up on more of the metaphysical so there are things like that we can do
2: yeah, zeolite would be one of those zeolite would uh, pulls out heavy metals. speaking of the aluminum and the deodorant thing um i did have a question you brought up the pineal gland Does, have you heard of uh distilled water decalcifying the pineal gland in any way
1: it can to a degree, so distilled water. You don't want to go too much on that because it'll pull all kinds of minerals and things out of you. Okay. So it's always a percentage thing. Really, you don't want it. so distilled water will demineralize things. Well, you need some minerals. So I would go for the whole zeolite, like Bill said, which is Z-E-O-L-I-T-E in clay form. That will pass the blood-brain barrier. It's not dissimilar than bentonite clay that cleans out your gut from toxins and free radicals and heavy metals. The zeolate will get in your bloodstream get in your glands your pineal gland pull out the toxins get them out so that's a, a better suggestion is what I, I would do on that one and it's a heavy metal detox so it's not a supplement again do your research i'm not a medical doctor but look into it and then it's a it's a, a energy, um, heavy metal detox so you'll do it through cycles is what you'll do and then when you get these metals out of your system again you don't need aluminum in your deodorants put it in right under your armpits where there's little glands under there Science fact 26 seconds after something touches your skin, it can be identified in your bloodstream. That's just scientifically proven. And I don't care if it's a perfume, a shampoo, aluminum filled deodorant, your body's not craving aluminum, I guarantee you. Look at it, you don't need it. And there are alternatives. Yeah, so I'm gonna have fun with this stuff, as you know. No, but that's great. great yeah be aware of those things and if you know before somebody says oh conspiracy theory that's crazy talk well, be a little open-minded maybe come at it from the other perspective try and prove it wrong and see where you land in the middle you might you might have some realizations there yeah some puzzle exactly. pieces that are upside down
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my own research on zeolite i did find out or learn that they use it in fish tanks that it, it's a filter to pull out Heavy metals mm-hmm. and keep the water clean. So it's mm. interesting tidbit. Yeah, yeah some of so this stuff is
0: so simple and fascinating, but it, but so straightforward when you see how effective and and simple some of this stuff is. Um, another thing that I have been looking into, and it's about a year old. At, on after school, they put out this clip with this doctor talking about glyphosate and like what's going on with the food with that that basically glyphosate's it's not really even i don't think it's patented as like a like a gardening agent it's patented as an antibiotic so basically what it does is it blocks the plants from absorbing minerals they look green because <laughs> they're designed a certain way they're getting water but they're not but they're not taking up the minerals even if they are in the soil and of course you know the minerals here are because of the way we've been doing agricultural farming for the past, God, almost a hundred years now. Uh, they're, 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 not a lot of minerals in the soil anyway, but that basically glyphosate was blocking any of that absorption. And as we're eating the glyphosate kind of the same thing, right? So a lot of these, um, uh, small, and I'm, I'm obviously not a scientist either, but the afterschool channel is where I saw this and it made a lot of sense to me, like the enzymes and these small, You know, things like the building blocks in our body, like a lot of that stuff, we're not uh, we're not taking in like we had before. So just different things like that to look into and say, hey, you know what? Maybe is my body missing that it needs? And and maybe even, too, I, I there's another guy who wrote a book and he he has like all these little quizzes at the end of each chapter. Like I have brittle nails or I have dry hair or whatever. And you click check the boxes. It's called the ultra mind solution. And you can kind of like go through there and customize and kind of see, and he's like, well, if it's really bad, see a doctor, you know, or whatever, but you can kind of see where you might be deficient in some of these minerals um, and, uh, and, and start to learn to stuff because I mean, yeah, I mean, ultimately we are responsible for ourselves. We have to do some of this research, but, um, but some of it, some of it is uh, yeah, people have made some really great strides in in highlighting some of this stuff, but I just recommend folks, Go out and like you said, look into this stuff, see a video that says it's BS, see a video that says it's, uh, it's true. And then use the tools that we talk about here on the podcast all the time, like the trivium, um, you know, just like we talked about, uh, a different, different logical fallacies with Thomas Gorantz and, uh, and, and the, the, those things is like, you look at the thing and say, what is marketing? (laughs) You know, what is the marketing of this? you yeah, know it says all natural is there listen anything is there anything in this world that's not natural I, so like that's just a really easy claim to say um it might just be marketing right yeah and absolutely listen to your gut listen to your intuition uh, as you begin to go into this stuff cuz you might you certainly are have a different path than anybody else we all have unique needs and stuff like that too so there's a lot of really cool resources and feel free to reach out you know if you're out there and you're like what should i have? you know, look into. And I'll put a link out there. Um, I'll see if I can't dial up this video uh, from the after school. I met the guy who was actually on um, the Grand retreat in Utah. And uh, he met, he curates some amazing stuff there on YouTube um, <clears throat> and still hasn't been banned yet. So, <laughs> but most of it's like really just straightforward uh, kind of stuff. Like the, the phthalates thing uh, was where I first saw that and the microplastics. He had a, a lady that used to work for the CDC on, and she was talking about that and it was fascinating.
1: You you know, you bring up, oh, and uh, you brought up glyphosate, which is also for those who don't know, Roundup weed killer. Right. Um, well, shungite, that mineral I talked a little quickly about earlier, that and that scientific studies on our website actually has an effect on glyphosate. So you can mm. spread shungite powder in your garden, anywhere like that, and remove and neutralize glyphosate and rad particles or radiation particles. This is all science. This isn't me in my garage flinging magical energies <laughs> around. Humans, this, that, and the other. No. Yeah, and these are science. I'll make fun of it all because I'm all in the metaphysical too. Sure, but I'm a science guy too. That's right. And it's not me talking about this, the articles or scientific studies. They're actually on their website that you can look at on these different things. Um, so, no, it, it's all legit. Again, just be open to your perspective, um, and you'll
0: learn a lot. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I just see Derek with like a big Fantasia hat on, but also a lab coat. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he's he's doing all the research. He's got his pocket protector and his calculator and everything here. But you're yeah, not too far off going. If you can put it on the ground right here, I've
1: got microscopes, I've got energy devices, EMF things, I got all kinds of trinkets.
0: That's what it's all about. I Ooh. mean that's really it. You know, we want to explore from all perspectives, kind of like we've been talking about. And I love your approach. I think it's I think it's great. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Even in fact,
1: real quickly on that microscope,
0: I'm kind of referencing
1: this off camera here, it hooks up to things. So, I, um, we, uh, graphene, we were just, came up earlier. Well, I heard that on some podcast, so I ordered the stuff from some university, got it in, actually recorded me opening up because I figured somebody'd question me on whether it was real or not. <laughs>
0: of course you never
1: know. know. <laughs> yeah, so I got it up to, and I recorded all this. I did some show on it. It's recorded somewhere or other. put the graphene in another microscope, um, and this is a high-def video microscope. And then I flung my invisible woo-woo energies at it. Uh, yeah, it responded. It started sparking, to my surprise. Because I'm thinking, you know, I'm open to anything. I'm, I know the energies are all real, but what the heck do I know if it's going to actually have an effect on this crazy black stuff I just bought for the university? It mm-hmm. did. And it's all recorded on high-depth video. Like little sparks of light. I know that's a whole another topic. But I'm just saying, be open to that, because I didn't know. I got the fancy trinkets in here. I'll put stuff on. And let's see what happens. And it does so um i get amazed all the time i don't even remotely know everything and how boring would that be if you did it's and the things always change
0: anyway so it's it's a lot of fun from my perspective yeah it's great it's great to experiment right like i think we're all we're all scientists it's like everybody's like trust the science well if i can experience it then i'll definitely trust my experience you know and that there's an objective conclusion that i can come to by messing around with something. And that's, I think that, that's really cool because that's how, and how we find our own way and our own techniques. And kind of like we were talking about earlier, it's like, you know, create your own spell. You don't need to breed Alistair Crowley's, no. you know, uh, <laughs> you know that's, I'm book not, of lies, but it's <laughs> a good you, one. You mentioned that
1: in spells, Owen. So what I'm sure, I don't know, not everybody can see this on video, but and you're not really gonna see that video anyway, but this is gallium. That's a very special metal. If you've any watched any of those um, different shows on TV, there's um, i the uh, uh, there's different ones. But gallium is a very special metal that changes forms. You can put it in your hand, it melts. And why I'm bringing this up um, they talk about alchemy. So I have a lot of energy devices, orgone devices. I have some gallium sitting in there for about a week. It's still in this little bottle. That you can't quite see. It started changing color, and it shouldn't mm. do that. Um, so there's a, that's one of those special metals. It's, again, there's lots of shows on out there. You go through the Discovery Channel. Um, you'll see lots of things on it, um, I'm trying to think of some of those, um, bigger ranches that are out there that are doing those things. The Blind Frog Ranch is one of them out there. So it's a very special metal. It goes way back. So it's maybe, and so I'm throwing a breadcrumb out there is what I'm saying. So if somebody wants to look up Gallium yeah, and look more into that in the alchemy, another term. I'm having a lot of fun with this stuff, and I just bought it online. Again, some metal that can melt in your hands but get creative because flinging those imaginary energies at it and it's responding to, it's doing different things. So it's uh it's just another one of those tools that you can have some fun with. Um, uh, again, I'm trying to think of the ranches, but I'll, I'll maybe Google you that
0: later. That's cool. You. Yeah. I would, I would love that. Yeah. That's a, so the gallium, I just watched Terminator two last night. When oh, I yeah. up it. <laughs> it reminds me of yeah. you know, like, the guy is like a goopy on the floor or whatever. Is it, it like, that? Just like that? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, if I had this metal in my hand for a matter of minutes, it'd be it'd be it would start fun. doing the liquid. I had a and I playing with magnets around, just doing different things, just using it as an ingredient and seeing what kind of an effect it has. And that's where I get to learn stuff and have fun.
0: That's too. so cool. I love that. That's great. Well, all right. We're coming up on a couple of hours, and I don't want to keep you guys uh too long, but uh i I know we could hang out for a long time. Hopefully we get a chance here soon to to kick it in person. I I want to see that happen. I'll go ahead and just put that out into yeah. the universe uh with a with a, with some positive emotion behind it and uh um and yeah, I mean I just uh it's good to be back. We haven't done a live stream in a while and I really appreciate everybody showing up. Thank you so much for being here everybody in the chat. Bill, Derek, guys, thank you so much for being here to talk about this. It's so cool how we continue to just peel back layers and peel back layers and peel back layers, you know, like the stuff is just, there's just no end in sight as we continue to explore <laughs> all the, all the depths of the fractals out there. Um, <clears throat> and it's a lot of fun. So I really appreciate uh, being able to do it. So thank you guys tremendously for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh yeah. I appreciate you having us here. Thank you, Bill and both. I had a great time and I'll come back anytime. I had a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Yeah. We, we need to do this more often. I, we can yeah. think about maybe something. I got a couple of ideas in mind. Um, that we we could make kind of, you know, a once a month kind of thing, maybe and do some some sort of a reading or some sort of a I don't know, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll kick the ball around a little bit. That might be really fun to just do kind of a segment uh once every so often, however long that might be. Uh, it could be really, really fun. I just I I really appreciate all your work and and folks out there, if you haven't yet, go and check out 13 questions podcast and check out Derek's interview. It's it is fascinating. It will blow your mind, and like I said, a lot of the stuff that you talked about on there, I, I want to bring up to the audience, but I'll just direct them to that so you don't have to repeat yourself. That's the beauty of recording stuff. <laughs> and uh, your story is great, and uh, and and I just really appreciate all the work that you're doing. You're putting yourself out there boldly and you know unapologetically, but also you know in a very humble and and warm way. So. That's great. Uh, so folks, if you're out there, you are more are interested in learning more about Derek and what he has to offer, you can go to uh, mysticalwares.com and that link is in the, the section underneath the video. It's also in the comments section here. And, uh, and also Bill uh, of 13 Questions Podcast, Bill and Adam's Podcast, uh, manhood in the 21st century, the digital age. Uh, they talk to uh, all, all different people Types of people, um, men, and basically what they're facing and and w- what the challenges are here in our modern world. So it's pretty interesting, and uh, there's a lot to talk about there. Um, but we'll talk more about that and maybe some other topics and and get some get something in line because I, I really think we could have uh, a lot of fun with something. We get something kind of going um, here and there, or just a, something sort of consistent because I really. I really like, I said, I appreciate uh, your approach a lot. You're doing a lot of good good work out there, and it, I just want to remind everybody who's listening that you, all of you, are all miracle workers. And then there's people like Derek here and many other people who uh, who who can hopefully help you unlock that ability a little bit. Um, and uh, and yeah, like Bill, um, very empathetic, uh, <laughs> definitely a, definitely an empathic uh, person and someone who is a, a deep and critical thinker um, who's putting a lot of really amazing work out into the world as well. So I want to thank you, Bill, for all all you're doing over there with the podcast, because it's awesome. Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about it and uh, just kind of let people know where they can find stuff?
2: Yeah. um, 13questionspodcast.com is a website. There's no www in front of it. Uh, it is an interview-based show, so normally our, our format is the introduction where we do the gratitude segments, and lately I've been uh, talking about the metaphysical attributes of some crystals, those different stones, I've got tremolite in my hand here. Um, but uh, yeah, so we do the intro and then uh, the interview. And most recently, though, uh, we did do our the show's second roundtable in the show's history uh, with uh, Derek and uh, Dave Robinson. So that was a little bit more of an open format and uh, getting some good feedback on it. So we might uh, do some more of those in the future. So that'll that'll be interesting. But definitely going to stick to the uh, the 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 interview the interview uh, format f- for the most part. So. Uh, yeah definitely check check out the website uh, the questions are uh, constantly changing they i don't think they've stayed the same for too 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 long uh, we've been going since 2019 so there's over 100 episodes now uh, wow. tons of information there tons of wisdom to be had go check it out yeah that's awesome yeah that that interview was
0: great and yeah like you said it it is a little bit different in the format you kind of get to kind of listen in on a bit of a live reading. So if that interests you, I do recommend going and checking out the episode because, uh, it was pretty, pretty enlightening and, uh, and really, really, uh, exciting. Actually. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty amped up this afternoon. Um, Derek, anything, um, any where, you know, uh, let people know (laughs) I'm, I, I, I'm stumbling all over myself. Um, yeah, please let let everybody know where they can find you, what you're working on, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, and I do a lot of things. And again, you can sign up for the free scalar sessions at mysticalwares.com and or we have a free Shungite gifting program on there too. So you can find that if you look around the website, you can just put your name in there and I'll actually go out in the environment and place a Shungite nugget in what we call Shungite grid for you on your
0: behalf for free as well. So we're doing things like that. Maybe we can talk about more of that in the future too. I would love that actually. Yeah. Now that we're bringing that up, I I would love to talk about Shungite um, specifically and, and some more um, any, any other topics that you guys find interesting because there's lots I don't know about and I'm just happy to learn and grateful to be able to share with everybody. Um, So, yeah, so check out, check out these guys' work and thank you all so much for hanging out with us This evening. I do appreciate it. We will not be live next week. My sister's going to Spain, so I got to go hang out with her, um, which I'm excited for her and uh, looking forward to being able to hang out before she goes. Uh, But it's been a crazy fall so far, but we will be back. I've got a couple of really exciting podcasts coming out. I'm talking to Andy Rouse of the Deep Share, as well as the uh, executive producers of the HBO show, The Anarchists. So those won't be live, but they will be coming out very soon. If you haven't seen that show, it's on HBO uh, Max, HBO Max, and it's called The Anarchists. And it's had a lot of controversy, but it's uh, an interesting topic that's something that I've been following for probably about 10 years now and trying to explain to people what the ideas are behind this uh, this particular movement. And it was an amazing show because a lot of people, I think, saw it for the first time and, and something clicked like for instance, with my mom, she, like something just clicked. I've been talking to her about some of these ideas for years. And she watched that first episode of that show. And she was like, Oh wait, I get it. X, Y, and Z, you know, you own yourself. Um, you know, so uh, you know, interesting, interesting little, little show there. I'm really excited about that interview will be coming up here in about two weeks. So do uh, subscribe to the podcast, make sure to subscribe. If you, are enjoying the podcast please rate the show it's a great way that you can help us out the more ratings we have the better it looks and the more uh more prestigious types of guests that we can get and stuff like that so if you're listening to the podcast you enjoy it please give us a good review if you hate it tell us why uh youtube all that stuff and all of this these uh these shows are going to be distributed by our good friends at content safe uh to to Bit, Shoot, minds, float Odyssey, and Gab TV, we want to thank those folks very much for distributing this material for us It's more than content, right contents content creator sounds like somebody who fills a diaper. These are mean, deep and meaningful conversations we're having here, so <laughs> we'll try and avoid that word anyway i'm I'm mostly joking, but have a great night, y'all. much much love. we appreciate you um, and uh, we'll see you next time. peace out.